Hi, friends. Welcome to the Not Your Parents Religion podcast. I am your host, Pastor Robert Young. Well, we have over 30 plus years of church planting and mentoring other pastors, 30 plus years of training Christians in discipleship and evangelism. We provide biblical answers to today's tough questions. And today, our question is fear. What does the Bible have to say about it? My co-host Jill and I will attempt to answer this question next on the podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Not Your Parents Religion podcast. Uh, I am your host, Pastor Robert Young, with my co-host, Jill Young. Hi, everyone. And today we're talking about fear. What does the Bible say about it? But before we get into that, I want to tell you uh, that we're going to be doing a series about uh, what does the Bible say about, uh, about it. Things such as fear, depression, anxieties, spousal conflict, uh, raising children. You know, those hate. hate, those practical life issues that we deal with. And the point of this is to show that the Bible is obviously a spiritual, spiritual book, but also a practical resource as well for all of the issues that mankind can face. So with that, let's jump right into the um, episode. We're talking about fear. What does the Bible say about it? The Bible has uh, a lot to say about fear. In fact, we have discovered that there's probably over 300 and some references to the word fear or afraid or anxious and things like that. Yeah. In fact, some people say there's 365 days uh, worth of fear in the Bible, but there's well over uh, 500 references to fear in the Bible. Now, whether that be true or not, but the point, remember, is that the Bible talks a lot about fear because that is a common human emotion that uh, humans throughout time, since the beginning of human humankind being on this planet, uh, that's something that we all deal with. And again, the Bible uh, is a practical resource and shows us how we can uh, deal with these things when they do come up. And we know, Jill, that we live in some can be fearful times. Yes. Yes, there's a lot going on in the world. Oh my. Threat of nuclear war. Um. All kinds of, of, <laughs> of, I mean, it's just too many to mention right now. Uh, the weather balloon situation that was, that was supposedly from China. Oh, I mean, no, what's, those were aliens. What's going on with that? Aliens no, that visiting the planet. The train derailments. The threat of nuclear yep. war from, yep. from the war, uh, uh, the warmonger, uh, Putin. The feeling, and, the feeling that if you're that, it's us against them. Us against them. It's so much going on in our world today that it's not uncommon to be a little apprehensive or even succumb to fear. So we want to talk a little bit about what does the Bible have to say about this? Because I don't have to tell you that there's fear out there. What I want to show you is that the Bible can show us how to deal with it. So let's go straight to a scripture, Joe. Let's go straight to... um. The book of 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse number 7. Now, now, a little background here. This is Paul talking to his young protege, Timothy. And he says to Timothy, For God has not given us, given us 
the spirit of fear or timidity, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, what in the world could that mean? Fear not. Fear not. Don't be afraid. Fear not. He's given you the strength that you need, given you the tools. He's given you the tools. So when you are faced with that element of fear, and I'm not, I'm not talking about the fear of somebody kicking your door in with a shotgun. That's you. We know how to deal with that. Do do we? Uh, I think so. I think so. I'm talking about that generalized fear of dread that is running rampant in our country. I'm sorry. It's just running rampant in our country, probably all over the world because of so many things that are going on. Some people are even afraid that we're in the last days of the book of the Bible and what to do about it. Well, can we just back up to say there, our fear is being stoked. The flames of our fear is being stoked. Uh, Whether you're on the left or on the right, they're pushing buttons. Right, uh, both sides want, are pushing buttons. Yeah, it's all about emotion and fear. And if you're and truly control. a saved Christian, you know that to just turn to God and he'll set you straight. How about this scripture where in, in the book of Hebrews where it says, chapter 13, verse number 6. So we can say with, and I'm paraphrasing, we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortal man do unto me? Well, to answer that question, modern man can do a lot to you. However, however, if God is on your side, he can be more than the whole world against you. Right. Uh, Well, that's true, but he can also save you. Look at Daniel in the lion's den. Look at Daniel in the lion's den. A very good point, Jill. David had no fear when he was in that lion's den. or. In that same uh, uh, vein, look at the three Hebrew boys, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were thrown into the fiery furnace. And I like what they said as they were being cast into the fiery furnace. They said, be it known unto you, king, that even if our God does not deliver us, we know that he can. Right. Them boys. Right. (laughs) Them boys. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Now. Granted, your fate may not have reached that level, and I get it, and mine might not be there either. But the way to get to that level of faith and trust in God is to constantly be in his word, in his presence with praise and prayers, and to let him know that you just come flat out. There was a guy in the New Testament that came to, I think his son needed to be healed or something like that. And he had faith to believe, but he didn't have faith enough. And he said, he said to Jesus, help my unbelief. I don't have enough faith to believe, but can you give, can you help my faith to get up to that point where it should be? Now, remember, this is not something that God wants us to tough it out and, and to, to have the strongest willpower and all that stuff. Because sometimes our willpower will run out. That's when God kicks in. The Bible says that in our weakness, he is made strong. Well, what does that mean? That means that when we've reached the end of our rope and we can't, we don't have any more human strength to do whatever it is that God wants us to do, whether it's believing or or whatever it may be. He gives us that strength and we know that it's his strength that's helping us and not our own, not our own strength. Right. And I got to tell you, Jill, that takes a load off my back knowing that me living for God and doing things for God is not dependent 
not dependent 100% on me. Right. Because some mornings I wake up twisted. Oh, I don't do know. <laughs> I wake up in my mind sometimes it's not right. And I know that if I stay in his presence, in his loving presence, then he's going to help me and give me the strength. Even if I don't have the strength, if I ask him for it, he gives it to me. He gives me the strength to do the things that I can't do on my own, the things that are pleasing to him. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so what can mere man do to us? Nothing. Nothing when God is on our side. Now, it's not written here on our on our notes, but there's another scripture that says, uh, um, With Psalms, right? I can't even remember. <laughs> we'll come back to it. I'll get to it before the end of the podcast. It was seven. It was Psalms seven. Uh, no, not that verses one. Not that 15 one. through 16? No, not, not that, that one. one. Not okay. that one. It was another one. Um, but uh, our last scripture is in the book of Psalms. Psalms 23, verse number four. And you know this. This is the famous, um, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want chapter. But I like the part where, where David is saying, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. That's, what, probably, that's huh? probably one of the best known. Right, right. Everybody right? knows Psalms 23. Everybody right. knows that. Even people who don't believe in the Bible, they know that part. But what it's saying is, if, if my hand is in God's hand, or if I'm in God's hands, it doesn't matter what happens to me. God is with me, and he will comfort me. There's a scripture. Now I remember the scripture. Now I remember the scripture. The one what Jesus was saying. Do not be afraid of man who can kill the body and not touch the soul, but be afraid of God who can kill the body and take the soul and put it in hell. Okay. In other words, we got the wrong kind of fear. We need to be afraid and afraid of God more so than man. And knowing that if man does kill us or we die from some deadly disease, that if we're Christians, we're going to be with him one day. All right. but. Can you explain further what it is to fear God? Well, the word fear in that context, because there's many scriptures that says fear God, it has a double meaning. The most, uh, the prominent part of that is to respect or reverence God. And there is a little bit of being physically afraid of God because he created the universe. He could do. Well, and he's your parent. And he's a, your parent. Your parent. Remember the old show, Wait Until Your Father Gets Home? Right, right, right. Old show. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a healthy dose of fear in that reverence of God, just like it is with your parent. There's healthy shame in God. Yep. Um, not, that, not that demoralizing, make you feel bad about yourself being a person type of shame. And, and on a side note, uh, our society now is throwing out all of those uh, uh, mechanisms that kind of keep us on the straight and narrow. Right. You know, by right. because a few people have abused shame and guilt and those kinds of things, they just throw the whole thing out. Right. Where we need a little bit of healthy guilt, a healthy shame, because those things are, that prick our conscience and uh, give us an avenue to say, well, you know what, last time I did that, I don't want that feeling again. So I'm not going to do that. The healthy doses of it, not the unhealthy, not the abusive doses of it. 
you're going to say something. I see you smiling over there. What's going on? She, oh, she got a thought going. No, no. I'm just <laughs> thinking that there's my mother used to use that in a healthy way. Use what? Well, I come from a family of a lot of kids and she used to do pity parties. Excuse and me? If, if you were misbehaving, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you, you weren't, were whining, Joe. you were whining. She would have your other eight siblings go, it's time for a pity party. And she would go, <laughs> one, two, three. Oh, poor Jilly. Poor Jill can't get away. <laughs> and man, you got back in line real quick. And I'm sure that Jill never had that song <laughs> sang to her because she was the perfect child. I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah. You know my siblings, by the way. I do know your and, siblings, and they are all wonderful people. But I got to tell you, it only took once. You only heard it once, and it put you back. And she never meant any harm by it. There was never any harm by it. But it right, because that was what I would consider yeah. healthy doses yeah. of, of shame. And we need to get back to that. There's healthy doses of fear as well, which is the subject of our, our um, podcast today. And friends, if you're out there and you're living in some type of generalized fear about all the different things that are going on in this world, you are not alone. Many people are suffering from this this terrible ailment. And we know that it's being stoked and pushed by different sides and all of that. But social media. Social media. But God has an answer. The answer is putting your trust and your faith in a loving, caring God that wants to have a personal relationship with you. God loves you so much that he wants to have a personal relationship with you sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i was gonna say maybe turn away some from some of the social media well that's good too yeah (laughs) right and i mean it's so prevalent and and insidious yes and people feel emboldened because they can be anonymous to say terrible things so we're not talking about um the bullying that you see in social media, right? For fear. We're saying that healthy, fear can be healthy in that it keeps you away from. from, It keeps keeps you alert. It keeps you alert. But at the same time, you've been hurt and you're afraid to get into that next relationship. It keeps you in your comfort zone, but it can also hold you back. It can all hold the unhealthy versions of it can. And, Regardless of where the fear is coming from, and you do need to know where it's coming from so that you can deal with it. And the number one way to deal with fear is to trust God and to believe that he loves you and has your best interests at heart and that he loves you better than any natural father could ever. Could. And I know that's hard for some people to believe. Some people who had great fathers. <laughs> I wasn't one of those people, but those people who had great, <laughs> who had great fathers kind of you know, may find that hard to believe. But remember, as wonderful as your father is, guess who made him? God, God did. God and if God made him, he can, he can help you during these times of turmoil that America and the world is going through. So we're going we're to end the, the podcast there by simply saying, God deals with fear by telling you to trust in him and not to worry about what man can do, what's coming upon the earth, because worst case scenario, 
you're going to be with him in, in heaven where everything is peaceful and calm. If there's something that's attractive to you, some people that's not, their hearts are so, are so hardened that they think heaven is boring. Yeah. A God that can create the universe and all that we can see. Do you think his imagination couldn't keep us? So what do you think? It's nothing but bingo up there. <laughs> well, if you like bingo, yeah, I guess, I guess that would be heaven for you. That'd be hell for me, but <laughs> <laughs> so don't be afraid because as David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thy rod and his staff. They comfort him. It goes on to say, surely goodness and mercy shall follow him all the days of his life, of his life and he would dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It even goes on to say that, God, that David said that God would prepare a table before him in the presence of his enemies. So if you got Fear from enemies, people that don't like you, people that want to bring harm to you. God will take care of that too. Right. Furthermore, there's a scripture that says, um, listen, there's somebody that's out there trying to dig a ditch for you to fall into. We're talking metaphorically. That eventually that person would fall in that very ditch that they They dug dug for for you. you. And the evil that they were trying to put on you because you are a child of God. Guess what? That evil is going to fall on them. So don't fear. Trust in God. And what do you do? Get into that word every day. Spend five minutes and work your way up until 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, however you need. Stay in the presence of God. For the Bible says in the presence of God is fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now, that's irregardless of what's going on around you. One of the big pieces of being a Christian is you can have, and the scripture says this, you can have peace even in the midst of sorrows. Yes. You can have peace no matter what's going on. It doesn't have to be everything going perfectly around you, but when you're a Christian and you trust in God and you stay in his presence, you can have peace even in the midst of turmoil, even in the midst of 2023. (laughs) Yes. How about that? Yep. Even yep. in 2023. Unfortunately, it was also 2019. 2020, in 2020. Right, right. right. 2021. Amen. Amen. People on my job often ask me, um, why is it that you're always so cheerful? Well, listen, and I joke about it because I don't want to be too serious with them. So listen, I live for God. He keeps me at peace. Amen. I may not have the amount of money that I want. I may not have gotten the promotion that I want, but it's God that gives me the peace. Amen. 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 Now, friend, as you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time and you've made up in your mind and you feel God tugging on your heart that you want to get to know him, this God that we've been talking about, this loving, patient, loving, kind God that we've been talking about. And you say, brother, I want to know him today. Then I want to ask you to say this simple prayer with me. You know that you have to admit that you have broken the relationship that God intended to have with you. All those things that you've done wrong that violated his law are are bad. Okay, but there's something even worse than those things. And what is that? Not having a growing relationship with the Father. But today, if you would say in your heart, Lord, forgive me of my sins and for violating the intent that you had to have a relationship with me, I want you now. I repent of my sins and I believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross to pay that cost that I could not pay. 
and I receive him now as my Savior, my Lord, and my guide. And Father, fill me with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost so that I can continue to live and grow closer toward you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, friends, if you've said that with a sincere heart, the Bible lets us know that you have been welcomed into his kingdom and your name has been written in a book in heaven called the Lamb's Book of Life. Now, you know what to do. You know you need to go and research and find a church in your local community and or reach out to us in one of the ways in our description box, either through email, phone call, whatever. And we will get you further information and clarification. And friends, until next time. Stay well. I'm sorry. Be safe and God bless. (laughs) And God bless. Until we see you again on Not Your Parents' Religion Podcast.